This is your week, your news for the week of March 26, 2023. On this week's show, we have the editor-in-chief of ClarksvilleNow.com, Chris Smith. What's up, Chris? Hey, Ryan. How's it going? It's going pretty good. Of course, the president and general manager of Five Star Media, Katie Gamble. I'm just here to be the entertainment today. (laughs) (laughs) I thought that was my job. What am I even here for? (laughs) Well, so so I've got to be the straight man then. I'm not allowed to be. be I'm not allowed to be funny. I've got to be serious. I don't know. I'm Ryan Pluckman. I have no idea why I'm here. But I can tell you, these are the top stories trending on Clarksville now. Ryan is here because we needed somebody that knew how to work the board. Oh, (laughs) you're using me for my equipment knowledge. Is that it? Katie and I can't push buttons. No, that's it. (laughs) <laughs> we'll just leave that there uh, yeah. no we love you um so yeah this week unfortunately we do have to um start with uh, something sad one of the mm-hmm. actually saddest things has happened in our community in a very long time mm-hmm. and that's um that nine soldiers were killed in a training accident um on uh wednesday night um uh, while training for Fort Campbell. Um, they're all, they were all 101st airborne division soldiers um and they were uh, flying in two blackhawks uh, in a routine training mission, um, flying in formation um, using night vision uh, helicopters. Um, there were five personnel in one helicopter and four in the other. Um, all nine were killed in the crash, unfortunately. Mm, yeah, I saw that when I woke up this morning, and um, it was just it was just a dark way to start the day. It's just a sad day any time that our men and women who are serving our country like that, that, that die that tragically. Well, yeah, it breaks your heart. I, yeah, and I think it's... Um, you know, we often think of soldiers dying in combat, and I think it's easy to forget for us civilians just how dangerous the training itself is. Mm-hmm. Right, the things that they're they're trying to accomplish and, and the things that they're they're learning. Um, it's it, there's a lot of risk involved, and it's it's just as much a sacrifice as when they die in combat. Yeah. Well, my heart goes out to all the family and loved ones of those non-soldiers. Today's just very a uh, sad day for not just them, but this entire community, because I think in this community in Clarksville and in Hopkinsville, I mean, we, we love those soldiers. They're ours. Well, yeah, because living here for any period of time, it becomes your community and mm-hmm. you know soldiers, each one of us. Mm-hmm. Uh, none of us have served mm-hmm. in the armed forces, but all of us know countless people who we have do. served or continue to serve. And so news like this Everybody in the community wakes up to the story like this and going, this could be any number of the people I care about involved in this accident. And your heart just stops a minute. Right. It's it's just like a gut check. Not that it matters. We know what time and where this accident took place. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was in uh, Katy's, Kentucky, or right okay. near there. There was um, the, uh, the aircraft went down in an open field near a residential area. Um, and, uh, there were w- people who, you know, saw it crash. Um, we've got, um, an AP interview, uh, on, in our article with one of the uh, people who saw it, everything go down. Um, but yeah, um, and there are first responders from all over the place who went and, um, and responded oh, sure. and helped. Yeah. And, you know, right to that point about, um, uh, about us being a military community, I was speaking with, um, some friends of ours who had moved away from Clarksville. Mm-hmm. Um, I think they were living in Texas. Um, and she was coming back and visiting, um, saw a church yeah. and we're chatting with her and she was talking about her, um, daughter who is a, um, taking a college history class right now. And they were covering the period of the uh, war in Afghanistan. And um, her daughter, who's normally very active and talks a lot in class, got really quiet. And the professor asked her, well, what's, 
why are you being so quiet? And, and she said, well, you guys are talking about this, like it's history. And, but that was my dad, you know, I yeah. was, yeah. you know, my dad lived through that and he was flying those airplanes and, and engaged in combat. And, you know, yeah, um, that's, wow. so for her, it, it was very personal. And she's like, you know, that, that changed the trajectory of my life because my, my dad was deployed for Christmas and birthdays and all of that. Mm-hmm. And we were worried about him constantly. And so it's, it's a very different experience. And people um, who aren't, don't live in military communities just have no idea that, 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 that experience. Because, Honestly, yeah. I'm, I find it interesting that it's already in our history books. Because it still feels like it's it's going it's on. It's happening. It still feels exactly. like part of what we are doing. That, that mm-hmm. just, that's interesting to me. Mm-hmm. One thing I noticed about living in a military community is it's all real to us all the time. Like since September 11th, there has been this never ending in and out of the people we love going to various parts of the world where the rest of the country may have forgotten about. They go about their business. They don't see it every day. We see it every day. It affects our lives every day. It's not history to us. It's what our, our loved ones are doing every single day. That's why a tragic story like this one affects so many people. The, the family that live here, the friends that love those soldiers, the co-workers for those soldiers. There's just so many. It's just a domino effect that people in the, who all that affects. And um, we just really know because we're here how sad it really is for them. Mm-hmm. I think um, Governor Bashir summed it up really nicely at the um, press conference about it. He said that um, we're going to do what we always do. Uh, we're going to wrap our arms around these families and we're going to be there with them, not just for the days, but for the weeks and the months and the years to come. Mm-hmm. That was a really nice way to put it. That is a really good way to put it. Yeah. Um, also this week, uh, we got some news about a parade that we're going to have in Clarksville, but it's not your normal type of parade. Uh, this one is, is it going, finally the Chris Smith Day Parade. It is not going to be the Chris Smith Day Parade. That would include maybe two, three people, assuming, <laughs> assuming you went. Um, no, this is going to be a parade for a movie called Holland, Michigan. Um, and the parade is going to be in is this, April. Is this a chat GPT story? This makes no sense. It uh, is not. Holland, Michigan. There's a parade for Holland, Michigan mm-hmm. in Clarksville. Chris, what is going on here? Well, I guess you're not allowed to have parades in Holland, Michigan. <laughs> Uh, They're moving it down here. I just want to know why there's a movie about Holland, Michigan. I'm not sure. Oh, I I mean, it's a movie. It's a it's a romantic drama, possibly psychological thriller about a a guy who's having an an affair. And um, this woman uh, has an affair because of his affair. And then she finds out he has a dark secret life. And this is Nicole Kidman is in this. It's a Nicole Kidman movie. So. They're filming scenes for a movie called Holland, Michigan, right, in, in Clarksville, Tennessee. Right now, is this science fiction? Because you said that in the movie uh, plot, someone has an affair on Nicole Kidman, and that seems very unreal to me. Uh, I don't know what they're thinking. I don't know either. <laughs> that might be the most unbelievable thing of the whole story. But I think um, you know a lot of people have asked, well, why the heck are they doing this in Clarksville? And I think the um, the key is what you just said. It's Nicole Kidman. Where does Nicole Kidman live? Nashville. Nashville. You think Nicole she Kidman wants to fly yeah. back and forth to Michigan, you know, every day for, you know, several weeks? Probably not. So. I was looking it up here. It is, uh, there's several, I mean, there's several actors in there that we've heard of. Who we, else is in this thing besides Nicole? Who are we going to see walking down Franklin Street besides Matthew Nicole Kidman? Matthew McFadden, which you'd probably see that know them. Matthew McFadden, okay. Yeah, he's, you'd know his stuff. Fa- yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, you're going to make me pronounce these things. I'm going to pronounce them all it's wrong. It's okay. I'm going to pronounce the ones I can pronounce okay. right. Lennon Partham. 
Not familiar with the, that person's work. Judd Hill. I can okay. pronounce that one. All right, one. Judd Hill. Okay. He's a little fella. All right. Isaac Krasner. Not familiar with his work. Oh, yeah. You know this one, Fionn Camp from uh, Bickering Girl Number 1. Oh, he's gonna be, oh, she's going to be Bickering Girl Number yeah, 1? Yeah, I guess she's going to be Bickering Girl <laughs> Number 1. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. There's a lot of people. There's a lot of people in the cast here, so. Okay. All you're going to be seeing them in Clarksville. Yeah. Now, now I say this is going to happen. They don't have their permit yet. Gotcha. But they are okay. in talks with the city to make it happen. Oh, um, they'll get their permit. Yeah, I think they'll get their permit. You know what's going to be interesting is when this movie comes out. So mm-hmm. we, we, we filmed, I guess they're filming a parade or something mm-hmm. uh, on Franklin Street. When this movie comes out, it's going to be big in Clarksville because people are going to go watch it and just see if they, what, what they recognize we mm-hmm. need to get Lee Irwin in that parade somehow. <laughs> I think we do. I mean, yeah, yeah, he is our de facto parade yeah. announcer. He need, yeah, he's the, he does the he's a grand marshal in most of the parades around here. Maybe we need to get him to be their grand marshal. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'll call Nicole and see what she thinks. Yeah, yeah, because you got her on speed dial. Oh yeah, her and Keith Urban they both <laughs> answer your calls all the time. But that's really exciting and cool stuff. It is, and it will be fun to watch that movie when it comes out and be like, oh, there it is. Well, oh. Mimi Cave is the director. Maybe that's who you need to call. Oh yeah, Mimi. Oh, yeah, you, Mimi. you and Mimi go way yeah. back. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. There was a movie my son and I were watching not too long ago. It was called Twelve Strong. Mm-hmm which was about the 12 uh, Fort Campbell 5th Special Forces Group Green Berets that were the first ones to embed in Afghanistan. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. and so parts of that take place at Fort Campbell, and so they'll show scenes, which is obviously not Fort Campbell. And what took me out of that movie was they showed Fort Campbell in in September, and there was snow on the ground. And I was like... <laughs> We do not have snow on the ground in <laughs> September. Yeah. Took me out of the movie. Yeah, that, that happened to me with uh, The Walking Dead uh, during season one when they talked about um, having um, snow in Atlanta mm-hmm. and um, having to go like to the nearby hardware store or rental store to get a snowmobile. In Atlanta. In Atlanta. Ain't nobody, ain't nobody yeah, but, selling snowmobiles in Atlanta. Yeah, but, you know, if we've gotten to the point that everybody's turned into zombies, who knows what could happen to the weather? Oh, well, yeah. We kind of have some <laughs> fan, hey, back to this, realism though. within the fantastic setting here. Yeah, I, I'm not a rocket scientist by any means, but I'm betting, since <clears throat> it was Amazon Studios, that it's probably an Amazon movie. Mm, That's what I'm betting. Yeah. Yeah, I'm betting. We'll have an Amazon watch party. I'm betting it to be on Prime. Yeah. We'll (laughs) we'll go to that new Amazon uh, distribution center. We can just show it on Mm -hmm. the big screen right there. Watch it in Amazon. There you go. Um, So uh, next story we have up is um, a little bit about Clarksville Montgomery County School System's Grow Your Own Teacher Hiring Program. It's becoming a model for school districts across the nation. Um, they are getting calls from all over the place for people saying, hey, how did you do that? How did you make that work? Not surprised. How does the program operate? And, um, you know, and it's becoming a model for um, getting teachers hired all over the place. It is so cool when you look Mm -hmm. into that program and what that program offers. Mm -hmm. And I I honestly thought, I don't know if you did too, Katie and Chris, like I thought this was everywhere. I thought this was like a nationwide plan to help with the teacher shortage across the nation. But then mm-hmm. to realize that this is a CMCSS and APSU idea where they work together mm-hmm. and you go, and there's other cities looking at this and going like, you know what? This is a great idea because mm-hmm. it is. Yeah. Yeah. They're also working with um, Nashville state community college mm-hmm. and uh, Lipscomb university um, for all this stuff. Yeah. 
I know a few teachers that work with the program, and they're all very proud of it, and they've worked very hard. It is uh, very innovative, and um, it's not surprising that it's getting noticed because, I mean, it just makes sense. I mean, we all know you can go to school. Like, how often do you use algebra? You can go to school and learn all kinds of stuff, but there's nothing like hands-on. Right, right. You know, like just being out in the field and learning that stuff. Um, as a spouse of a math teacher, I can never say, when am I going to use oh, algebra in my house? that's true. That's true. <laughs> I that made that true. mistake once, and I never made that mistake again. He's like, oh, listen, <laughs> let me tell you. <laughs> well, I need you to help me wrap my head around it then, okay? <laughs> I still can't wrap my head around it. But no, I took college algebra three times until I finally got a C. I, really? I'm terrible at that kind of stuff. Terrible. I literally, the third time, got a C. I specifically um, uh, focused my career on a path that would require no math prerequisites. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so did I. Yeah. And here I am married to a math teacher. That's all you need to marry somebody who knows math. It takes two. That's yeah. true. Yes. Yeah. Anytime the kids go, can you help me with some math? I always go, ask your mother. Mm-hmm. Anytime my son Noah says, can you help me with my math? I say, ask your brother. <laughs> mm. <laughs> Mama took algebra three times in college. Yes. And finally got a C. Yeah. But, but, for Katie, algebra three was not. <laughs> it wasn't. Not the nice. third level. It was the third time. Listen, I took as much math as I had to just to get through. Yeah. It, yeah. And I don't even know how we got on math. I guess it was the whole algebra thing. But. Yeah. Yeah. But seriously, though, um, this is a really cool program mm-hmm. because, you know, so often people begin their career track, mm-hmm. you know, and they end up becoming an engineer or they end up becoming a carpenter, they end up becoming a part time bus driver. But, you know, but maybe somewhere in them is a passion for mm-hmm. education. And, you know, it used to be, you know, well, you were just stuck in whatever career you were doing. But what this does is it just allows you to enter into a program where you can learn all those mm-hmm. skills, whether you're, you know, 30, 40, 50 years old, and then go back into the classroom and be a teacher. And because some people have that natural ability and instinct and skill, but they just never ended up on right. that path educationally to do it when they were young. And also helping people because they, they do take young people. I want to say kids because that's my kid's age, but people get mad when you call an 18-year-old a kid. But mm-hmm. they take young people straight out of high school and will put them through this program mm-hmm. where they're taking classes at Austin P or Nashville State and they're teaching part-time with a mentor teacher. And you can even do that as you get older as well if you don't have a degree. And what a great option that is because let's just be honest here. Teachers were asking them to take on tens of thousands of dollars in student debt for a job that doesn't pay a whole lot. Right. So giving giving the the folks an opportunity to learn while you go, cover the cost of that education, and then have them in the classroom. I mean, this is genius. I don't know who came up with this, but that person needs to be promoted or raised. Mm -hmm. Like if they didn't win employee of the year, wherever they came up with this, they got robbed because it's a genius idea. It is. You it's heard cool. that, didn't you? Whoever made that up, you heard that. <laughs> I think you should be employee of you the year. You should. And I don't know why you haven't been named employee of the year if you haven't already been named yeah. that. It's true. All right. Next story up. Slim Chickens. Um, I have to admit, the first time I heard the name of this business, I thought it was a joke. But <laughs> well, I was actually very familiar with this because, you know, I moved here in 2007 from yeah. Fayetteville, Arkansas. Oh, that's where they started. And that's where they started. Okay. Yeah. So and just... they were not even a, they weren't a franchise then. They just were a locally owned ch- chicken places there. Yeah. So you'd be the expert in this case in Slim Chickens. 
I don't know if I'm an expert. I mean, I've eaten there in Fayetteville, but it wasn't like I ate there all the time. Okay, so yeah. but they're here finally. They're here. Yeah, so it's a new franchise. Okay. It's going to be opening on Wilmer Rudolph Boulevard, where all the traffic is. And in the all, old Dairy Queen, right? That's where all the money is. Um, I am not sure if that's yes, the old Dairy Queen. Yes, it is the old Dairy Queen. You know, they're kind of in front of Walmart. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so they're best known for all natural chicken tenders that are buttermilk marinated, hand breaded, and cooked fresh to order. Um, and I know that's important because I have marinated things in buttermilk before, and it is the way to go. What is it? Do to the chicken? What makes it different? Well, it kind of gives it a little bit of a tang. Okay. Um, and it's also, you know, it's a dairy. Because I so can't stand buttermilk normally. Really? No. Well, not even in cooking? Like with cornbread, buttermilk cornbread? or. No. Well, I, I just really don't, can't say that I have done a lot of that, to be honest. Yeah. Now, drinking it straight, that's a whole... Who does that? That's what my father-in-law used what? to drink buttermilk straight it's from like the an, carton. It's an older person thing yeah yeah is that how you know you're old when you start getting a craving for buttermilk straight from the carton that when you want to eat like pickled (laughs) eggs and stuff (laughs) (laughs) but but some chickens is good who doesn't like a good chicken tender and it's kind of interesting because you know you can remember 20 years from now that's when all ago that's when all the hamburger restaurants were popping up now they seem to all be chicken places yeah yeah i kind of feel like we're living in the chicken sandwich renaissance right now because katie Mm. is right there was a long time when all you got was burgers everywhere because it was burger, 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 burger. Mm-hmm. And I don't know who the first person was to do the chicken chicken sandwich. I think Chick-fil-A will claim that. They'll be like, we're probably listen, yeah. nobody had slammed some some buns on some chicken before. And maybe that's the case. Mm-hmm. But now everybody has a chicken sandwich. Yeah. Every restaurant. I was just at Burger King and they had a little crispy spice yeah. chicken sandwich. I think, yeah. I think I could see a whole morning show bit going on there with different chicken tenders, Ryan, like a blind taste testing. I could see a whole thing. That's happening. very good. Cause I mean, there's, there's differences in all the different there's chicken different restaurants. Nuances, yes. One thing I do know is like Chick-fil-A, for example, I know I'm getting my chicken in three minutes. Mm-hmm. And the line may be wrapped all the way down Wilma Rudolph Boulevard. That's because you haven't downloaded the Chick-fil-A app. You get that app, it's a game changer. But even though, even if the line's long, it still only takes three minutes. I have no idea yeah, they how they do it. they have it figured out. It's like they have a predictive, you know, like a psychic in the kitchen predicting what people are going to order, and they just bring it's it out chicken. to you. <laughs> 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 I bet they're ordering yeah. a chicken sandwich. I will try it. For me, though, at some of these restaurants, it's about the sides. Like, what sides am I going to get with my chicken tenders? That's a good question. Because hey, I am a <laughs> huge lover of crinkle fries, which Zaxby's has. Okay, you like the crinkle fries? Chris, what kind of sides do they have? Well, let me tell you, Ryan. <laughs> Slim Chickens also offers fresh sandwiches, salads, wraps, and their signature chicken and waffles. They also have rotating desserts served in mason jars. What okay. are they, what, Do they have fries? Do they have tater tots? I do not know. Are they, Sounds like salads. Mainly. Are they oh. chunky fries? Are they shoestring fries? Are they? Um, Katie wants to know about the fries. Looks like they're crinkle fries. Oh! oh. Well, wait, I'm seeing... Now you're little, speaking her language. There's a little oh. picture here that appears to have uh, maybe some crinkle fries and then some uh, straight up sort of home fries with some skin on them. Mm, I am a fan <laughs> of a crinkle fry. <laughs> so just know if you work at Slim Chickens and you get a call from a gal with a slight... Uh, Arkansas accent asking about your crinkle fries. That's going to be Katie. Then I'm going to go, do you know. cook them crispy or are they still a little loose? Because I like them crispy. Oh, mm-hmm. who do- who doesn't? Have you met anybody in your life that likes no. like like mushy French fries? Mm, no, no. Well, see, that's what I don't understand. Why, there's so many places that have these like, you know, fry nachos or something and they take a perfectly yeah. normal, perfectly healthy and wholesome uh, plate of fries. Yeah. 
and then douse the whole thing, drown it in, you know, and then you cheese got soggy fries. Something. Yes. I don't want that. I mm. want crisp fries. I'm with fries. you, Chris. Yeah, I'm it's got to be you. crispy. And, now, and sometimes you ever go to a restaurant and, and say, like, hey, leave those fries in there just a little bit longer. I like them extra crispy. Yeah, and you know what else? It makes me, it irritates me when I get my fries in the drive-thru and they're cold. I yeah. hate cold fries. Yeah, cold fries doesn't work. Do you mm-hmm. go back and say, give no, me some hot I fries? I don't, I don't. You just drive home and go. And it's not because I don't want hot. to. It's because, you know, I'm always like in a rush. So who has that time to do that? Mm-hmm. That is the truth. You just accept your cold fries. I usually don't eat fast food. I just give them to my kids and go, here's you some extra fries. Because <laughs> the uh, teenage boys do not care. They do not. They will eat whatever's in front right. of them. They do not care. That's right. <laughs> All right. Uh, welcome, next. Slim Chickens. Yes. And welcome, Slim Chickens. I can't wait to try those desserts in the mason jar that actually sounds pretty darn delicious. Yeah, yeah. I wonder if you get a free mason jar with it. You probably got to give that back. Well, not no. if it's drive-through. No, how would you? Probably a plastic mason jar, I'd think. Yeah, uh, yeah, there are those. Yeah, it would be too expensive. People stay willy-nilly handing out mason jars. You I know? got so many mason jars. In okay, my house. I need you to go check that out before next podcast and let us know. I'm on it. I'm okay. on the mason jar patrol. Okay. <laughs> the boss just told me to go get a mason jar treat. I'm in. All right. Uh, next up, we have Taco John's opening a new location off of Interstate 24 on Hancock Road. Mm-hmm. Um, so this is uh, basically addressing a kind of a problem that we've had out there at the um, industrial area where, you know, they put all these businesses out yeah, there at exit yeah. eight. Well, now you've got a couple thousand people going taking a lunch break every day and they got nowhere to go. Right. They know? now have Popeye's. Mm-hmm. Uh, Burger, King. Burger King and Burger Taco King. John's. Yeah, yeah. I'm really excited about this because I live out there. Mm-hmm. And so I've been seeing this go up ever since they started digging the hole. Mm-hmm. And of course, my kids are always asking, when are they opening? When do we got to go? We well, gotta they're go, all different go. franchises, but they're owned by the same yeah. company. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. And they're even building more back there. Mm-hmm. So I know they're they're starting to level because there's, there's talk of a shopping center being built back there with a grocery store mm-hmm. and coffee and all that stuff. Before this, it was sudden serve burritos. Yeah, that's pretty much it. And Jojo potatoes. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. I I don't know if I've talked about this before in this podcast, but I went out to Rossview for something and was out there during lunch and couldn't find a place to eat. And I ended up having to just go to a gas station and get like a, Mm -hmm. you know, rancid hot dog or something. Um, But yeah, but this this definitely fills a need. You know, it's interesting the way franchises open. Yeah. Because they... A lot of people, you see this on our on Facebook comments all the time. People are like, why don't we have that out here? We got nothing out here in you know, Woodlawn or some certain area where there's nothing. And then everybody like um, uh, Slim Chickens wants to open on Wilmer Rudolph Boulevard yeah, yeah, yeah. where there's already an insane amount of traffic. And I mean, it, it's, it's because you go where the traffic is or right. you go where there's an incredible unmet need. But do you think, I find it interesting that just this one company's opening there. Do you think because it's just not so out there that there's a need there? You know, it's, I mean, it's obvious the traffic's on Wilma Rudolph. Right. It's starting to be on 11, but where they're opening, I mean, if you're the only game in town, then you're going to do well, but you start getting too much, you mm-hmm. could oversaturate it. Yeah, yeah. I'll tell you this, I'm incredibly lazy when I get home from work and if I don't want to cook something. And it sounds so horrible, but like, what do I live really 10 minutes 
10 minutes with traffic from Wilma Rudolph. Mm-hmm. But boy, I would really love to have more options just three minutes from my house. Yeah. You yeah. know, it's like, I've never been, I'm so excited. Like, ooh, there's another option that's three minutes from my house. So now you've got Taco John's. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. And you've got Popeye's. Yep. And you've got Burger King. Yeah. So I really could do like a breakfast, lunch, and dinner all there off of Exit 8 and oh, just experience point, yeah. a little bit. You know, a little bit of every food group. Or you could stop at each one and sort of compile a meal. You could get a chicken sandwich from each. Well, they don't sell chicken sandwiches at Taco John's. Let's say you could talk to us about their chicken. You can make a taco burger chicken sandwich. I really I really could. Mm-hmm. I could compare. You could get all their sides and tell us which one has the best sides. Well, I know you're all about sides and the fries. So I'll tell you who's got the best, mm-hmm. best fries, even though Taco John's is known for their potato olays. Which I guess is like a... Which is a French fried type thing with mm, stuff poured all over it, right? Which sounds fantastic. Mm-hmm. I'm all about it. Uh, I've never had it. So when I go there and I will... I, that's my plan. Let us know if it I'll gets soggy. You know. I have two eating assignments this week. I'm mm-hmm. really excited about this. Yeah, yeah. Thank goodness he runs as much as he does. <laughs> yeah. Well, you've got another assignment, Ryan. <laughs> Wait a minute. Is this the third food story in a row? No, 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 no. This okay. isn't a food story. Okay. Um, we have Easter egg hunts. Mm. Yeah, yeah. We have Easter. I've been hearing a lot of them, um, a lot of like promotion and yeah. people mention Easter yeah. icons. Yeah. It's it's like Easter snuck up on us. It's mm-hmm. next weekend. Yes, yeah. That is the truth. Yeah. People are like, all right, it's Easter Sunday next. I'm like, it's not Easter Sunday it next sure week. Is. And I'm like, yes, in fact, it is <laughs> Easter Sunday next week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So there's lots of Easter stuff going on. Um, and there's a, we've got a guide to it. Um, we've got not just the egg hunts, but also the um, Holy Week services. It seems like people want to no get that all in one mm-hmm. spot. So the, all the special services we have listed um, on there. So. There's yeah. nothing more fun than an Easter egg hunt when you've got a hundred kids between the ages of two and five. Mm-hmm. You got a thousand parents. You got 900 eggs in an open field. And someone says, go. I call that herding cats. (laughs) Absolutely. Absolutely. And And I don't know how you put fun in that sentence. (laughs) So is that part of y'all's traditions, uh, doing an Easter egg uh, hunt, like as a group or individually? We, I always have, we, when my kids were younger, I would take them to those. As they got older, we've just always did them around the house. Mm-hmm. And I still, to this day, they'll get an Easter basket. They're probably going to kill me saying that, but you know, they, they don't want an Easter egg hunt anymore because they're too old. But it got to where, you know, when we got up in years and they wanted money in their Easter eggs, I decided <laughs> now it might be time to cut out the Easter egg hunting, you know, yeah, but yeah. they will get basket. I'll probably give them baskets till they're 50. Yeah, yeah. You know. We did that with our kids until mm-hmm. they graduated, yeah. We force our kids to do an Easter egg hunt. Because mm-hmm. they're, you know, they're older now. You know, they're like, oh, Easter egg hunt. We're like, you know what? There are Easter eggs out in the yard, and you will find them. You do not have a choice. <laughs> so we do not want the lawnmower right. to find them. Hippity hoppity. The Easter bunny just went through the backyard and hit a bunch of eggs. Go out there with your brother and sister and go find them. Let mm-hmm. me tell you how lazy I was as a parent. I would, you know, they they thought the Easter Bunny brought all those eggs, right? Well, I yeah. wouldn't have them hidden, so I would have them on the counter, and they would think that while they were at church, the Easter Bunny put them all out there because I didn't want to get up at the crack of dawn and go put out Easter eggs, you know. Mm-hmm. Did you just did you just leave them on the counter then? The Easter I left them on the counter and told them the Easter Bunny left them for us to go hide and have fun with. <laughs> or the Easter Bunny leaves a note. I was really tired, so I thought you could I handle know, this I for have, me. Or I, did, or, or I didn't know what the weather was going to do, or I didn't want the raccoons to get them. I mean, you know, mm-hmm. or I didn't want the other bunnies to get my eggs, you know. Mm-hmm. 
For a while there, we had a, a fun tradition of buying like wooden eggs at Hobby Lobby, and then we painted them. Oh, that's fun. And so we've got this collection of like one egg for each child for mm-hmm. probably about 12 years. Where do you we, put them? Oh, that's really good. You get them at Hobby Lobby. Well, yeah, know. but where do you put them all when it's you not put Easter? Them in a little glass Same bowl. Same place on the, you uh, put your Christmas decorations when it's oh, not Christmas. Yeah. yeah, we just put, put okay. them in storage. Yeah. I didn't know how many Rubbermaid tubs of seasonal decorations you have in your we attic, We have Smith. a lot. We have a lot. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, it's, uh, so we just put now every year we put them out in a glass bowl, and you can look at them. It's kind of like Christmas decorations where you can that's look at them and cool. remember. It's, it's a neat tradition. We stopped when... Kay went back to work and we suddenly had like zero time <laughs> to take part in any fun traditions. But no, um, I like that. That's a good that tradition. Was, it it was cute. cool. Yeah. Did you guys do ham on Easter Sunday? I do ham on Easter Sunday, mm-hmm. which I never really understood because, you know, in Christian religion, wasn't yeah. ham something you weren't supposed to eat, but yet we're eating it at Easter? I don't, I don't know. Somebody knows. Someone's yelling right now. In the Old Testament, right you weren't supposed to eat ham, right? I, Chris, yeah, it's it's a Jewish uh, tradition tonight in the Old yeah. Testament. But I so guess... what's up with it at Easter? Wordsmith, come on, you're our human Google. Are you typing this in right now? I'm um, actually typing in my password because my computer fell asleep <laughs> on me, and so I can't open it. It's a yes, <clears throat> but anyway, it doesn't matter. I right. have a good, delicious ham that mm-hmm. we will eat next Sunday. I already have it. We always yeah, do the good. ham, and then we do the um, the the cheesy potatoes with the cornflakes on the top. Deviled eggs. We got to have those. Mm-hmm. Yes, we'll have you know some green beans and corn. Mm-hmm. All yeah. the good stuff. We had a odd Christmas tradition of um chipped beef on toast when I was a kid. So it's basically. It's, Did you say Christmas or Easter? I meant to say Easter. I may have said Christmas though. Yeah, chipped beef. Chipped on toast. beef on toast. So I like that. Have you ever had the little glass containers of dried beef? Uh-huh. It's like in little wraps. It's like uh-huh. almost a fruit roll up, except it's like dried beef. Yeah. Yeah. And um, so my mom would slice that up and make this sort of a milk gravy and pour it, mix it with the uh, beef and pour it over toast. I actually think that sounds delicious. Yeah. 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 Why don't you I've, bring that to potluck sometime? Yeah, I need to find out what the recipe is. Yeah, I don't know be... how to make that milk gravy. It's not like white gravy that you put on sausage. It's it's thinner. Than yeah. That. Huh. We could put some toast on the side. People can make their own. That'd be delicious. That's mm-hmm. really good. You know, the, the family food item, that's a tradition on my mom's side. And we had it at every single meal. We had it at Easter. We'd have it at Christmas, Thanksgiving. Anytime we'd go up to my grandma's house and we, we made it at our house as well. And I've carried on the tradition with, with my own family is, you know, my, my grandparents had a cherry orchard growing up. And so they would have just cherries everywhere. And so we would have spiced cherries where, you know, it's cherries in this sauce and it's got like some spice, like some cinnamon and some yeah, all spice yeah. and it's warm and it's real good. And so I remember when I wanted to start that tradition with, with my kids, because I'm like, this is the me, this is the one side dish that we had at every single, you know, uh, holiday meal, every single one. And so I called my grandma up. I said, Hey grandma, um, I want to start making Who this. Who lives on a cherry orchard? That's an important part of this conversation. Mm-hmm. Right. Sorry, so she I've heard she this grew before. up on a cherry orchard. You know, we're picking cherries. I remember picking cherries when I was a kid, huh. you know? And so I'm like, so grandma, I want to know the spiced cherries recipe. I said, can I use, I know I can't go up and get cherries from the cherry orchard. Can I just buy some cherries at the store, like in the produce department? And then she goes, you don't even have to do that. I'm like, what are you talking about? She goes, Ryan, it's a can of cherry pie filling with a tablespoon of allspice mixed up and put in the microwave. Oh, I'm like, like you did that? She goes, oh, of course. I wasn't going to take all the time to pit those cherries. Cheating. <laughs> oh, that's cheating. She had a cherry orchard and she still <laughs> used cherry pie filling. 
Wow. That was devastating. And my wife said, she goes, I told you it was cherry pie filling. Wow. Because for years I'd said, but grandma's not making cherry but, pie filling. But Ron wants to always see the best in everything. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Dreams are dashed. <laughs> dreams destroyed. are dashed. Absolutely destroyed. Yes. Mm. A can of cherry pie filling. All right. And our last story to talk about is Haven Madison. Um, she Sweet is. Sweet Haven. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, she is just rocking this uh, American Idol thing. We had a chance to, to chat with her some this week. And then um, Sunday night, tonight, um, she's going to be at uh, Varsity Pins. That's absolutely right. So yeah. they're doing a watch party for her. If you don't know the story, Haven Madison is a, she's a junior at Clarksville High School. Cheerleader. Tried out for American Idol. This is one of the auditions that they released on Facebook because it was so good and it went viral. Everybody around the United States was talking about mm-hmm. Haven's audition, mm-hmm. which, I mean, you watched it and you were like, oh, wow. Because for me, there's always a certain level of homerness. If mm-hmm. there's something local, I have to kind of. Did you say home? Homer. Because I'm, 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 I'm a super homer. A level of homerness? What does what that mean? What is that? Well, you know what homer is, right? I guess no, a like a home run Homer. Well, no, like a, like a, like a person. Like Homer Simpson. No, no, like a personalized roots for the home team. Okay. Okay. You know, like a Homer. So if something's got a hey, Clarksville, my editor in chief here did not know that was a word. Did that's you make a word. that up? I may well, have made English it up. is an evolving language. It this sure is. Just is. A, this is one of those terms that I haven't come across All yet. Right. Exactly. So I'm, I'm such a Homer. So I had to watch this. I think and it's I, Homerosity actually. Let's go with that. Okay. So I was watching that audition and I had to sit back and go, this is fantastic. Oh, it was a fantastic audition. But is it fantastic because it's a young lady from Clarksville that's mm-hmm. in the my daughter's math class? Or is it fantastic because it's just fantastic? And mm-hmm. if you took it out of the realm of just Clarksville, mm-hmm. I mean, it was the best audition they've had all year. Well, it's fantastic mm-hmm. because not only did she sing the song spectacularly, she wrote the song. She writes a lot of her own songs. And I think that that, that I mean, she's extremely talented. She's a, she's humble. She's kind. She just exudes the slide about her that, you know, I she's going to go far and she's going to touch a lot of people's lives along the way. And I think that that is beautiful. It really is. Um, by the way, you can hear Haven's song 15 on Q108. That's a song that we're, we're mm-hmm. playing on the radio station there. And Honestly, that was one of the, as soon as I heard the audition, I, I said to Katie, because Katie knows Haven's dad, I'm like, do you think they have a, a recorded studio version of that song? Because it was I'm so like, powerful. I'm pretty sure they do. And Katie's mm-hmm. like, give me three minutes. Doot, doot, doot. Next thing you know, it's in my inbox and, and we get to hear the actual studio version of that song. Well, we haven't seen, of course, tonight is when they do the, you know, the Hollywood she, rounds. The Hollywood yeah. rounds. Yeah. And she does get to perform again. And tonight at the event, she's going to perform as well. But um, we haven't actually got to see that performance yet, but we've heard that she knocked it out of the park and that you might end up with goosebumps and in tears. Which is awesome. So why not watch mm-hmm. the show with a bunch of other folks from town and cheer on Haven who's going to be there? She's going to be at Varsity And I think Pins. there's going to be another American Idol Yeah, there's going to be another contestant. I don't yeah. recognize anybody but Haven Madison. So. <laughs> I'm with so you, not, Ryan. I am with you. Yeah, we're not going to yeah. talk we about We will not person. promote anyone else but Haven. Um, uh, the, only, the other person, Team I hope Haven. as far as they go, is, is second place behind Haven. That's it. But yeah. she's going to perform. The other person we're not going to talk about is going to perform. Um, the person who's not going to win American Idol, uh, <laughs> but they're going to watch the show together. So she'll be there. Her friends will be there. Her family mm-hmm. will be there. Uh, it's at Varsity Pins. And you're saying, where's Varsity Pins? It's inside the city forum. So you know where the city forum is. 
Varsity Pins is right there. So just go to the mm-hmm. city forum and you'll find there'll be plenty of direction to get you to where you need to go. But what better way to spend a Sunday night mm-hmm. watch American Idol on some big screens. Haven will perform. We'll get to see all that together and kind of this is a great opportunity for the city to get behind something really positive and support one of our own and we're going to be doing a lot more with haven i know ryan's recording a show with her where he's going to play on q108 talking about some of her favorite songs things Mm -hmm. that inspired her we're doing some podcasts and we know she's going all the way so be listening for more watch parties we're putting it in the universe right now absolutely (laughs) i have a feeling that this young lady is has got a really good shot of winning. We're already planned in her victory party. <laughs> we already are. Don't yeah. love it because it's the truth. It's the truth. <laughs> you know, my wife has like really high standards for singing. Yes, she, she does. Um, you know, she lets me know every Sunday. You know, during the hymns. Um, <laughs> when I try to sing, you are an awful singer. By I the way. apparently so am, am an I, awful Chris. singer. But um, but she has really high standards. And, like there's certain you know bands that I listen to. She's like, will you please find something else because she just can't stand the singer's voice. Let me guess, Cake. Uh, you're a huge Cake fan. Morrissey. <laughs> um, yeah, well, Cake she doesn't mind. But um, and anyway, she uh, I, so I played it for her. So you know, tell me what you think because she's yeah. got a practiced ear. She she knows yeah all the, what's right and what's off. You yeah. know. And um, I played it for her, and she was like, oh, okay. And she's like, oh. And she's like, oh. And she's like, wow. She said, she's really good. I mean, yeah. she, you know, and she gave her honest appraisal. I wouldn't be telling you if her honest appraisal was, was something else. left that out of the podcast? I would have left that out. But her honest appraisal was, wow. Mm-hmm. Uh, Haven, Haven's got some talent. It was cool to go to the American Idol page on Facebook mm-hmm. when they posted that, her original audition, and just read the comments from people that had zero connection. Just people that had seen her with no connection to Clarksville and just even the the, the judge's reaction mm-hmm. to to that song. And the fact that she's can, can any I, I can't she's speak 16. for you guys. She's 16 years old. Would you be able to do that, Katie, to walk in front of three musical icons and well, sing in front of them at 16? Yeah, not only that. I mean, it's like, you know, her dad said yesterday, you know, most people earn their chops performing in front of 50 to 100 people. Her first performances are going to be in front of millions. Mm-hmm. And that's a, that's a lot of pressure for a young lady. And I think that's where us as uh, Clarksvillians, and that is a word, it is. can come in because, you know, the internet, sometimes people can be so like, judgmental or whatever let's just be supportive and lift yes. her up and you know it takes a lot of courage to put yourself out there like yes, that it does and she's extremely talented she's got 10 times she's got more talent than i got in my little pinky i, I can't carry a tune for nothing hmm. my son's embarrassed when i sing in church <laughs> it's true Mom, stop. Mom. he does i get looks the whole time but i don't care god loves it either way that's right <laughs> So I just but, think we ought to all support her and yes. lift her up. And yeah, we got a chance. I got a chance to meet her for the first time the other day, and she's just delightful. She's really, mm-hmm. really good kid. Yeah, she really is. Mm-hmm. And her dad is a professional musician and, and toured for years. And mm-hmm. talking to him just about the moment when it went from her being his kid to him being her dad. That's yeah. what the, that's where the fame changed. Yeah. And he was Mr. Talk- he's Mr. Madison exactly, now. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> and how it was. He talked about how that moment was kind of during the audition when the judges were just like blown away and those tears, you saw Mm -hmm. dad cry during, during the performance. And that was like, okay, Mm -hmm. this is beyond me. Now I am now hurt. I'm now going to be known as 
her dad. Yeah. Well, one of the things he said to me, and I don't think he would mind me sharing this because, I mean, he's just a kind, kind, beautiful mm-hmm. person too. That moment when he was, you know, was into tears, you know, it, it is a beautiful thing realizing your daughter's going to go. But he said that the main thing is she was doing that audition in front of millions. And, you know, his prayer was that she would get that kind of reaction from the judges. Right. Because a very negative reaction could have crushed her. Oh, And yes. so his prayer was that she would get a positive response from her because he didn't want to see that one experience make her just give up. Mm-hmm. Well, so. think about how hard that would be. Mm-hmm. I didn't even think about that. You brought, that's a great point about your kids. She had no idea what kind of reaction she was going to get. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And as a parent... My God, can you imagine? And then, honestly, it's kind of making my nose burn a little bit thinking about it, just realizing, thank you, Lord, for hearing my prayers and not crushing her in front of millions of people. (laughs) Yeah. You know? It's going to be a lot of fun. Haven Madison, it's uh, going to be the American Idol Watch Party, Mm -hmm. Varsity Pins. It'll be Sunday night. Um, Six to nine. Yeah, show starts at seven, so it's a Mm two-hour show. She will be performing live, too. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so you want to come out and and cheer her on with her, and I think there's nothing better. With that other person from American Idol. Who's not going to win. (laughs) Um, But but no, just to cheer her on and to send her, because you know the next time she heads out for whatever she has to do for American Idol, just knowing that the city of Clarksville is behind her 100%. Yeah, I think one day you'll be able way. to say that you were there. Exactly. Yeah. We, we knew her when. Hey, can we go ahead and get her autograph now? <laughs> we might as well. <laughs> I just, know. Just save it, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, get that selfie. Yeah, good stuff. Those are the top stories on Clarksville Now this week. Your week, your news, an original Clarksville Now uh, podcast.